If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growandemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growandemaillist.com. That's growandemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Not only are we this small company that started in the garage, but we're also now at a place where we're taking that money and we're risking it and investing it on a luxurious brand trip. We see these big companies doing it, but just because they're doing it doesn't mean we can't do it. We don't know how to do it, but we're going to figure it out. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. What if you are just one post away from skyrocketing your sales and achieving your wildest dreams? I know you're probably like, well, a girl can dream, but that is exactly what happened to my guest today. After she spent years taking the padding out of her sports bras and placing it into her tanks and bodysuits, she finally decided to design her first product. Before she knew it, her first Brammy bra and cami design went viral on TikTok in 2020 and showed her what's possible for her small business. That's right. Today, I am chatting with an innovative fashion designer who has gained a reputation for her stylish Brammy tops. However, she's not just a designer. She's also a very savvy entrepreneur who understands the power of social media in building a successful business. Now, she still uses platforms like Instagram and TikTok to share styling inspiration and behind the scenes of her journey as an entrepreneur and, of course, to market her growing fashion brand. In fact, you may have seen her business, Classy Network, featured in Buzz feed, InStyle Magazine, and more. And her success all started with her viral TikTok just three years ago. Today, she's going to share with us how to use social media to sell inventory, what it's really like working with family, how she knew it when it was time to level up, and so much more. And I am positive that you do not need to be in the fashion industry to learn from her advice. So without further ado, get ready to be inspired, educated, and empowered to use the power of social media to grow your business. Natalie, welcome to the show. If you love Gold Digger, then you'll love the Side Hustle Pro Podcast hosted by Nikayla Matthews Akome, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. 
Side Hustle Pro showcases diverse entrepreneurs who have scaled from a humble side hustle to a full-blown profitable business. Every week, you'll learn actionable strategies to start small and get going wherever and whoever you are. In Nikayla's recent episode titled How to Make Content for Your Business in Less Than One Hour a Week, I learned so much about how to optimize recording sessions to get content done quicker, as well as new content creation tech and tools. You have to tune in. Listen to Side Hustle Pro wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Natalie. So I am so excited to have you on the show. I'm so excited for this conversation. So welcome to the Gold Digger Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. As I mentioned before, we were just chatting. Definitely a big fan of Jenna Kutcher. And you just have created such a great space for entrepreneurs in the online space and marketing. And I'm just excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. Okay. So I need to know about like how everything began. And we're going to explain what everything means. But you went from dreaming about something that's maybe a little interesting, like stylish, braless clothing. Yes. And you went from taking it as this dream and making it into a reality, which by the way, for everyone working at home, like braless, I mean, not even working at home, but braless, let's talk about this. Talk to me about how this came to be. Yes. So this has always been like my dream wardrobe. And I just remember even growing up in high school, I used to take the cute bodysuits that had the low backs and I would take padding from like my swimsuit and I would just put it in front of my boobs because I did not want to wear a bra because obviously you can't when you have like a back this moment. And yeah. for me, like I definitely need coverage and need to feel like I have that support in the front. So I always used to take padding and I would just stick it in front of my bras and kind of just like push it up against my chest and hope that it wouldn't show slip out or fall like that was me all throughout like high school going into adulthood and one day well me and my husband wanted to start an e-commerce like product-based company and we were talking about getting into the space and for me what was on my heart always has been fashion I love fashion I was that girl who would try to dress cute at school and like pick out the cute fun outfits and just come to school looking cute. Like I loved that. And so fashion was something that I always loved. And so I knew I wanted to go in that direction. But for me, if I'm going to create a brand and I'm going to stand out in the industry, I have to ask myself, like, how am I going to do things differently? How am I going to market myself, especially when I have no followers and people don't you know, know who I am? So immediately I was like, oh my gosh, it would be such a dream for me if I could create this product where I don't have to wear a bra, but it's cute. It's not for working out because all the bra tops out there are like athletic tops and they have like those built-in shelf bras. But for me, it was more about just being comfortable, but also stylish. And I didn't see anyone at the time doing that well in the market where that's what they specialize in. So that was for me, like I got this intuitive gut feeling where I was like, that would be amazing. And at the time, my husband actually didn't see it because I mean, he's a guy. He doesn't understand (laughs) like the pain point of bras. But he was very supportive. And he was like, well, let's just, you know, do just one round, try it out, kind of do it for yourself. And I, I did that. And then everything changed when I tried posting on TikTok for the first right. time. And I actually like shared this product idea. And then one of my videos went viral and my whole life literally changed. Talk to me about this. So first off, I love husbands are like, wait, what? <laughs> I actually was just messaging a bra company the other day. And I was like, does anyone actually make bras that work for people who have had children? Because my boobs are not where they used to be. And we were just like laughing because I'm like, 
it is a pain point. Like it is a legitimate pain point. And I feel like my body has changed so much in the last few years that like shopping for bras feels slightly traumatic. I think we've all had experiences that are very uncomfortable. So talk to me about how you had this idea and did you start sharing about it before it was a real product? Like walk me through that because I feel like nowadays people Mm want to wait until they have the big reveal. And I think sometimes there's missed opportunities in that. Yeah, definitely. I think for in the very beginning, I was that way. I was very much like, I'm not going to share it until it's here. Of course, I talked about it with my friends and my family because I wanted to make sure like, is this a good idea? And you know, it's my mom. My mom is like, she literally is like me. Like we are like twins, but she's a little, obviously she's older, but she was very supportive. She was like, this is amazing. Like you have to do this. So I didn't really share the process in the beginning. Looking back now, I wish I did. And I feel like a lot of people see that like once they've gone to where they are, they're like, I wish I documented more. I wish I would let people in on that process more. But I didn't really do that in the beginning. So talk to me about showing up on TikTok. What was the goal? What was the thought process? What was the post? Walk me through that. Yeah. So the reason I did it is because I had a few of my friends who were going on TikTok and their videos were just blowing up and they were building communities. And at the time, I didn't have a lot of followers, but I did have a product that I knew that if only I could find the people that could resonate with this product, I know that it would do good. And so at the time, we were already running our company, but it was very small. It was out of our garage, me and my husband every day, just like hustling behind the computer and on social media, trying our best. And one day my husband just told me, he was like, I just want you today to focus on making TikTok videos. Like I'll do everything else and just make as many TikToks as you can and just try it. So I was like, okay, this is scary, but we're going to try it. And so I told my story about I was looking for this product on the market. I couldn't find it. And so I decided to design it myself. And I kind of just talked and told my pain points and my struggles, my personal struggles. And that video, it was literally that day where my husband told me to just make as many videos. One of the videos we woke up the next day had 1.5 million views. And we were just like, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, it's so interesting. One, I love your husband for being like, I can pack the boxes. I can print the labels because I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we get so caught up in the things that we can do, but they're likely not the things we should be doing, the things that only we can do. And so in recognizing that, that probably was a huge breakthrough. So what happened from the views? Because a lot of times I think, okay, how do the views translate into results? And I think that there has to be a level of savviness in order to have that be reflected. Yeah, for sure. I think that it worked really well for us. Like that one video did sell out that round of inventory that we had, which was incredible. And that's why I say it's like so life changing for an entrepreneur because you post that video, you get the reach, you find those people that can become loyal customers that stay with you forever. And that is kind of that this new business model that we discovered that we figured out could work for us. So I think what really works to get those direct sales is to speak to people's pain points. And I think for me, all I had to do was talk about my personal struggle with trying to find something that could solve my problem. And because I did that, it did generate into sales. And I feel like that's something with other entrepreneurs out there. Sometimes they talk about the product, but they're just selling a product. But how can you get down to the emotion of it where you're like, this is why I hate this. Like, don't you hate having to come home after a long day and like take off your bra and like that relief, that feeling, like getting into those feelings 
that a lot of people can relate to. And those pain points is really what makes people like it clicks in their head. They hear it and they're like, oh, yes, I need to try that. And then it can result into direct sales. I think you just hit on something that is so important. When it comes to marketing, a lot of times as creators, we are so obsessed with the features because we nerded out over them, right? Like we know exactly why we built things the way we did. But when our marketing becomes about the features, it's less relatable to the person. They don't know why that feature adds value to their life or changes their life. And so I love how you focus on the customer and the pain point because that is what they relate to. They might not care that you have a special seam or a special cup or things like that. They don't understand that, but they know the struggle. And I think that that's such a huge reminder for anyone who's doing marketing to not focus on the features. Yes, you care about them as the creator, but to always stay focused on the client. Is that something that you still continue to do with your marketing? Yes, for sure. I think one of my biggest things about if I'm trying to you know, figure out what's another video that I can post, what can I create? I'm always looking at the comments. I'm always looking at what are my customers asking for? What do they want to see? What are they commenting saying like, oh, well, that's not going to work for me because I have a triple D chest size. You know, and I'm always taking like the comments that they put and I'm just basically taking their comment and showing them how it can work for them or explaining to them why or saying, well, thank you for your feedback. Here's what I'm going to do to work on how it can be better. And all of those things get better engagement because this is actually what the customers want to see from you. So something that I really admire about Classy Network is how dedicated you are to showing all different body shapes, sizes, skin tones, ages, races. Like when I scroll through your feed, your website, like you are bound to see as a consumer, someone who looks like you or someone that you can relate to that is wearing your clothes, which I think is just so empowering and refreshing. Talk to me about that because I think that a lot of businesses lack that representation and also just lack the know-how in terms of finding how to provide a deeper level of representation that consumers are deeply desiring. Walk me through that. Yeah, that is so important to me, to us as a brand, you know, being a smaller company, it's crazy to me because if I can do it, the big brands can do it. And so it's very mind blowing to know that some brands out there only still carry to this day up to a size large. And it's like, how is that still happening? And so for me, it's just about, like I said in the beginning, like listening to your customers and seeing the feedback that you get from them and realizing that people are people and they're not this perfect, you know, illusion that we paint them out to be. They, They care about the relatability and being able to relate to your brand and see themselves in that. It makes such a difference if you have someone that you can relate to on the website wearing the piece of clothing that you're trying to sell. And so for us, it's very important. Every single shoot, every single thing that we do, even if it's like a brand trip, we're always thinking about, are we getting a variety of different sizes? We make sure we check that box. Are we getting as much variety of different skin tones and representation that we can? Because we've realized how much of an impact that can make after we started to do it. Because then we would get comments of people you know, telling us how much this is impacting them and how how much they appreciate it. And to me, that just makes my heart explode. And I'm like, wow, like you can see how much of a difference this is just making in the general public's lives. And it has just been something that I'm so passionate about now because I see how much of a difference it does make. And then I'm confused. I'm like, how is not everyone not doing this? Like, I don't understand. So yeah. 
There was just an article published about a large company. And I don't even want to say the name because I'm not 100% that I'm correct on it. But it was a very large, well-known clothing company that was using AI to generate more diversity in their models instead of actually hiring real people with real bodies. And I just thought it was fascinating because you know they have the budget. You know they have the wherewithal. You know that they have the team to support this. And you know that there are real humans who would absolutely love the opportunity to be the representation. And I just thought, is this where we're going Like as a world? like It's crazy. So seeing someone like you, Natalie, who's doing this is so refreshing. And I also want to say from a marketing standpoint, it is also very smart because I know as a woman, when I see something that looks really cute online and it comes to my house and it does not look how it looked on the model... I am disappointed and Mm -hmm. I want to send it back. And so when I can actually see something represented that I can relate to, it makes me a much more confident consumer. And that confidence likely ends in delight, right? Like, oh, that's exactly what I thought I was going to get. And so I love that you're focused on that. Yeah. And every aspect of it too. Like one of my favorite things to do is to just get someone who's maybe never tried our products before and just have them try it on. I love watching different body types trying on our Brammies and us trying to get that perfect fit because what's different about us as well is we can kind of customize the fit. So say you have a small frame, but you have like a triple D chest, we can take a small Brammy top and we can put in a 3XL pad insert. So you get full coverage, but you're still like supported and you look really good. And I just love seeing people feel confident in the clothing and comfortable because they're not wearing a bra. And so for me, every single time that will be my favorite thing. So I just love taking just a regular person. And that's what we do a lot in our content as well. Like any of the girls on the team at work will We'll make content with them. We'll be like, oh, today we need someone who's a medium. Who's a medium here? We're going to do some content together. And we just do it because that to to me is what people really want to see is just real people wearing these clothing. And how are you solving problems? How are you making an impact? And how and why do these people feel confident wearing it? Yes. Okay. So let's talk about the evolution of your team. So you work with your family, right? You've mentioned your husband, your mom is your lead fashion designer. And I'm pretty sure is it your sister and sister in law also help out with you too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this topic of working with family because I think that at the beginning, especially a lot of times you need support. And a lot of times that support comes in hands that are ready to help. Walk me through what that's been like for you and how that has maybe evolved over time or stayed the same. Yeah. So in the very beginning, we had our family helping us. Like we're just so lucky that we have the best family that is super supportive. And my, I think the first person that started working with us like full time is my dad. He actually ended up retiring from his job early and coming to literally drive to my house 45 minutes from his house every single day to my garage to help me pack orders. Just, you know, early retirement, wanted to help out, wanted to support. And now he is our full time logistics and warehouse manager manager and like he loves it. He's like living out his end of his retirement just like helping us out and just working so hard and we're we're able that. to do that now and like for me it is this is why we do it. You know, my dream always has been to take my parents out of their jobs, you know, that they complain about their whole life and just allow them to be able to help me and build this dream and all of us to be able to do it together. That is like 
that's why we do it. We dreamed about it. And the fact that we can actually do it now is just a dream come true. It's mind blowing. So we have my dad there and my mom, actually, we, we actually just shifted my mom's role. She's Mm -hmm. now our sourcing and our vendor manager. So she really deals with the production side of it. Like she takes the designs and she makes sure everything is communicated clearly that there's no issues through production. And we actually did hire someone who actually went to school for fashion design (laughs) and hired her. Yes. But my mom and I were doing that in the very beginning. And it's cool now to see the evolution of it and see where does this make sense and how can we shift and get someone who's even more of an expert than us in this field to get more value to the brand. So my mom's still there though. She's killing it. We're working together every single day. And we also have my husband's mom. So my mother-in-law, she's our operations manager because she has experience with being a teacher her whole life in HR. So we're just family everywhere. (laughs) How has that been? Have you had to create different boundaries? Like, are you sitting around the dinner table talking about inventory? Like, what does that look like? I'm so curious. Yeah, it's definitely not easy for sure. I feel like sometimes it's the one thing that will make me want to just stop everything and just give up because it's so hard to work with your family. But then at times, it's the one thing that I'm the most grateful for. And I would never change because it's like, you know that these people in your company care almost as much as you. Like you cannot find other people that are going to care as much as your family does. And I think the conversation that needs to happen with family and business and mixing that is what is going to be best for the business? Are we all okay that sometimes this might not be the best for us individually, but can we all agree that we're doing this together? So we're always going to ask ourselves, is this what's best for the business? And so we all kind of take the company and treat it like a little baby. And we're all like, okay, maybe it's not my time to be selfish right now. Is this what's going to make the most sense for the company? And is this best for the company? And that's kind of like the question that whenever there is some type of issue, we always ask that question. And we're able to figure out what how do we get on the same page? And it's yeah. really easy if you if you think about it that way. And I feel like that's the biggest boundary you have to set. Yes. Okay. I love that. I have at different times, my sister has worked for me. My mom has worked for me. And it's it's been such a beautiful honor, right? To like have built something that allows for that. And then at the same point too, there have been times where it's like, okay, like I'm going to go do my own thing. And it's like, yes, that's what I wanted for you too. Like, so it's just amazing to be yeah. women who have built something that can do that. One thing I would love to kind of go into and we'll dive a little bit deeper. We've already scratched on the surface is just the social media strategy. So can you talk to me about some of the strategies that you utilize to help move inventory? Because I think that there are people listening to this show that maybe are sitting on inventory or they don't have a process around it. And it sounds like you have more of like a formulaic type process. Walk me through that. Yeah. So every week we go into the office, every Monday we have our marketing meeting. So it'll be me and my husband and the marketing girls. And we ask my husband, we're like, okay, what products we have to move this week? So he kind of pulls a report and he's like, this is what we have heavy inventory of. And with that, we create a marketing strategy around it. So sometimes it'll be new products that we had just launched, or sometimes it's older products from a couple seasons ago, but we do have a lot of it and we haven't talked about it in a while. So how can we talk about it? So we do that and we intentionally make videos around those products that we definitely need to move. So yeah. That's amazing. 
Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. It's no secret that business owners are under a lot of pressure right now. We're pressured to get more leads, close deals faster, get better insights to create the best experience for customers, and so much more. So how do we manage it all while still ensuring the best customer service? That's where HubSpot comes in. HubSpot is a customer relationship management tool that is easy to set up, intuitive to use, and customizable to the way that you do business. Drag and drop your way to attention-grabbing emails and landing pages, set up marketing automation to give every contact white glove treatment, plus AI-powered tools like Content Assistant mean less time spent on tedious manual tasks and more time for what matters most, your customers. HubSpot has all the tools you need to wow prospects, lock in deals, and improve customer service response times. Let HubSpot take the pressure off your shoulders and get started for free today at HubSpot.com. What kind of content have you been finding works for actually leading to real results? Because I think a lot of times people focus on content that will do well, quote unquote, with likes and engagement. Mm -hmm. But what kind of content actually sells product? Definitely going back to kind of what I said when you talk about your pain points and stuff, because I feel like for me, the videos always perform the best is when I just go in depth and I talk about this is why mine is better, you know, and this is because I actually think about how this feels and how this is going to make you feel better and really talking about that. And I think that one big thing that people who have products in the industry have to think about is what is it that's going to make you different? And and honing in on that instead of just being like, okay, I have cute clothes. Okay, but what about your cute clothes are different? And how maybe that's the fabric. Maybe it's that you're more sustainable. Maybe it's just like that you're a family business. You know, maybe that's what it is. But what is it that's going to make you different? And how can you showcase that and make that your main kind of story? Because I feel like content is storytelling at the end of the day. And talk about it in that way, along with the feelings and the emotion behind it. One thing I'm curious, and I'm guessing it's intentional, but I could be guessing wrong, is that you are not necessarily the face of the brand in the sense of if I go to your feed, I am not constantly seeing you. Is Mm -hmm. that intentional or did that kind of evolve as things went on? 
That definitely evolved because I think in the very beginning, I was the only person making content. But as we started to evolve, I decided that I was going to kind of split and have my own personal brand, like my own personal account where I make the content and I can talk about the brand almost any video that I post is like somehow related to the brand, but that's on my page and you can see me on every video or you can go onto the brand page where I'll like make appearances here and there. But I think it's so important to showcase not just me and to showcase the different body types, different, you know, chest types, different skin tones, different sizes, all of that so that people don't just see me and they're like, okay, well, but does this work for me? And sometimes people find us through my personal account and yeah. they they make those comments and they're just like, okay, but this isn't going to work for me. And then I always tag Classy Network yeah. and that way they can just tap it and they see all these different people wearing our products. And that's how we've kind of shifted it. Do you share a lot of user generated content? So is it people that are tagging your brand or customers? Are you leveraging that as a means of sharing content? Yes, for sure. So we try to like sprinkle that in. I think we make a lot of content ourselves as the brand, but we do want to see how other people do it with their own creative vision and how they want to do it. So we have that where people will just tag us because we have a PR list and they get the products and they feel like they want to share it. We also do some like collaborations with influencers as well. And we'll take that content and repost it on our feed if we see fit as well. I love that. I feel like it's amazing to scroll through the feed because I feel like you see so many different products. Like even just looking, I'm like, oh, I need to buy this. I need to get this. I need to get this. (laughs) And I feel like you do such a good job. What is your biggest struggle when it comes to social media in terms of being a product-based business? Yeah, I think that with the company side, it's always thinking about, okay, what's that next video that's going to do good? And how do you stay on top of that? And I think for us, it's very important to be a consumer at the same time as being a creator. And so for work, we'll have people in the marketing department, like literally just go on your For You page, just start surfing because you have to always be in the loop of what sounds are trending. What are other people doing that's getting traction right now? And that's always a really great way for you to figure out, okay, how can I take this type of strategy or this trending sound and relate it to myself and do that for me? And that can change literally every week. So if you did it once and you thought that was enough, it's not. It needs to be part of your process. So every single week we're, we're surfing, we're figuring, things out, what's, you know, what's good, what's hot, and then implementing it in our own content strategy. I feel like my husband sometimes will like walk down like right at the moment where I'm literally looking for a real audio. And so he sees me just like <laughs> tapping and he's like, I thought you were working. I'm like, I am working. That like, is work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how has it been? So are you still generating the ideas behind the products. I mean, you are the visionary, right? Like, or at least that's how I see you in this company. So you are the visionary behind the products, behind the strategy, behind the team, behind the consumer experience. Like, how do you not get buried in like the day-to-day details or do you? Because (laughs) I feel like you have a lot of hats that you're wearing in the role that you're in. Yeah, Good question. I definitely am very involved in every department right now. Where for us at this moment, we're kind of taking that time to slow down and figure out how can we build our team and add more people that can help us out because I am very much in the design department because for me it's very important. I'm like I need to make sure that every single thing that we create 
I'm obsessed with it. I just don't want it to be like, yeah, no, I need to be like, oh, I'm obsessed with it. And to me, that is just so important. So I put a lot of my time in designs and in marketing. I would say like the other departments, I'm so lucky that I have like my co-CEO, my husband, and, you know, we're also doing life together. So it's like, I trust him so much with everything. Like him and I both are like tag teaming and tackling all those departments and making sure everything's going the way we want it to. But yeah, I definitely think it's something that I struggle with because I think I spend my whole day, I am sometimes overwhelmed and that I didn't get to do something for myself. But I think it's all about finding the right team members and being able to grow the team so that these people can take on the task and you can approve it, get the final vision. And that's kind of what we're building out right now. We have the best team ever. So I'm just excited to add more people to it. Well, let's talk about this. I was actually just talking to one of my best friends the other day about the topic of team because she makes big, bold moves when it comes to team, whether it's in investments or hiring. And I have a pretty small team. Like I, I want like a little family and sometimes businesses require that big expansion. What has it looked like for you? Even you mentioned that you hired like an actual designer, you know, someone that has that experience. That's a big investment as a company. And sometimes it can be hard as a founder or a CEO to make sure that you are connecting the dots of like this expense is going to add so much value to our company. What has that been like for you? Yeah, I think for us, especially starting off as just a small business out of our garage, you know, for us to test all these different things has been really fun because, you know, we have a budget and we figure out what is going to work for us in this industry. And I feel like that's something as well that I think we do differently than a lot of other brands is not only are we this small company that started in the garage, but we're also now at a place where we're taking that money and we're risking it and investing it on a luxurious brand trip. And we're like, we see these big companies doing it, but just because they're doing it doesn't mean we can't do it. We don't know how to do it, but we're going to figure it out. And that's something that with us has been very important is testing these different things out to see what is it that's going to work really well for us and get that experience and then kind of take it back internally and figure out what do we need to do next. So I think for us in this stage, it's we've tested so many things with our small and our mighty team and we've done so great. And now it's about taking that budget and taking a piece of it and saying, okay, we need to, to grow the team. And instead of doing this luxurious, amazing brand trip, let's see how much of an impact it's going to make to hire a really key person on the team because that one person can join the team and it can multiply the production and multiply the amount of content you put out and so much one person can do. So yeah. for us, it's it's just doing that and adding those key players because it can make a huge difference to a small business for the production that kind of comes out of it, the results. What was it like? Do you have like a moment that you can remember where you're like, okay, we can no longer do this in our garage. It is yes. time to yes. expand. Was it a tipping point? Was it a time? Was it a season? What was that moment? Because I think there are a lot of people listening who are maybe working on the couch and they're like, it is time for an office or who are yes. shipping out of their garage. It is time for a, a warehouse. Like, What was that like? 
for us, we were in the garage. We were every single day. It was me, my dad, and my sister. So it was yeah. like very family business, but we were looking to hire another person because we were having so many orders. And we're like, I just don't feel that comfortable hiring someone to come pack orders in my garage. Like it's yes. not giving <laughs> official. It's very like small business. And I think that we're so grateful for that. And that yeah. was such a piece of our journey and has taught us like that we can do anything. But at that moment when we were ready to hire some more help, we were like, yeah. we really need to get out of here. And at that point in time, we were not in like the best place financially either. And we were like, we need to find a partner to kind of yeah. invest in the company to get us out of the garage. And that's exactly what we did. And we found someone. What did that look like? What did that process look like? So I'm super fortunate to have literally the perfect person in my head. Like as soon as I thought about this, yeah. I have a friend who I grew up, not grew up with, but met later after college and we worked together and we became close friends and her and her husband always said that they wanted to invest in companies that they believed in. And I was like, you know what? They said that. They've said that before. Yes. So I reached out to them and they were very excited about seeing how far we've taken what we started out of our garage. And so they invested in the company and we got an office space at that time. And that was like in the middle of the pandemic, actually. So it it's like we we had moved into that. And then this pandemic happens. And it's like very hard to hire people and bring them in. But we were yeah. super grateful for that. And since then, that was what allowed us to get to that next step to the next level to, to continue to grow and add more people to the team. I mean... I feel like the pandemic really helped like brawless life come yes. into reality in some ways of like, wow, there is a much more comfortable way to move through life. While the pandemic was undeniably a huge experience and a very different experience for many people, what were some of the benefits that came from it during that season where you were really evolving as a company? Yeah, I was so nervous. I mean, I'm sure everybody, you know, we we're all so unsure of what was going to happen. And for us being an online company, I think yeah. that actually ended up turning out to be a really great opportunity for us. And yeah. the rise of social media and with TikTok and Reels coming about that people were now at home, they had more time to kind of scroll on their phones. And I think for us, it was the perfect thing that could have happened that like you can never really recreate. It just was good timing, great product, great strategy. Mm. And it ended up really working out for us because people didn't want to wear bras anymore. You know, they were like, actually, I'm never going to wear a bra again. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> for us to have mm. the rise of Classy Network and our brand new product line happen at the exact same time, like we could have never predicted that. I just feel yeah. like it was this intuition feeling and then everything kind of just laying out. And I feel like we're lucky, but obviously we work really hard. But I also feel like it's a little bit of luck at the same time. Yes. I always love on how I built this. Guy Raz always asked people at the end, like how much of this was luck and how much was skill? And I, I love mm -hmm. that question because I do think that for a lot of successful businesses, it's that mix, right? And it's seeing the opportunity and jumping on it. And I love that. Have you had to kind of reposition your marketing or the angle of it post pandemic in this new world that we find ourselves in? Or have you been able to kind of ride that wave through? Yeah, I think we've seen changes for sure, which has yeah. been very interesting to see that like 
not as many people maybe are shopping online because the malls are open again and people will sometimes want to go in. They want to try things on. So for us, we just have opened our mind to more than just what we started with and what has worked for us in the very beginning. And I think that's super important for entrepreneurs. If you're going to start one way, that doesn't mean that that's the only way and that you should have an open mind to be able to pivot as things change. So for us, I feel like we're very open to that. I think that we're lucky that our strategy has still continued to work really well. We have great loyal customers. Every time we come out with a new collection, they'll come back to get the newest designs. And that I'm like so grateful for. But I also think it has opened our minds to what's next for us. And do we want to create in-person shopping experiences? So as we grow, I think that is going to be something that we really focus on. And we're excited to see where it takes us. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash golddigger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash golddigger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I do feel like it's a product that I bet once people experience, like you said, they're all on board, right? Because I feel like there is that level of doubt of like, will this work for me? I think that's every consumer's doubt, whether you're buying an online course or you're buying a new product is like, yeah, that looks great, but will it work for me? And so I feel like you are on to something very powerful in allowing people to experience the product firsthand. Tell me kind of something that's exciting you right now as a CEO and a business owner. Like, What are you learning about or excited to try or experimenting with? Yeah, I'm excited about so many things. Like, I just feel so excited for the future because there's still so much that we haven't even done yet. We've done a lot with, you know, the time that we've been doing it with in e-commerce and in the online space with social media, but there's still so much more to do. I think Mm -hmm. right now I am very excited about 
talking about the in-person shopping experience and making the online shopping experience even better. Just listening to our customers. I think that one of the things that we're going to implement very soon that I'm excited about is being able to customize your pad size within the checkout process of your Brammy. So it's just a seamless experience instead of having to buy the pad separately because that's currently what it is because I feel like it is such a life-changing product. Some people will get it and be like, I never have to wear a bra again. Like this changed my life. And that to me is like what fires me up. And I just want more people to be able to experience it that way. And I think figuring out that checkout process, making it more seamless and easy for people to understand. Because once you figure out your perfect Brammy fit, you can become obsessed. And that's what's very exciting for me. So it's all about me figuring out how can I make that a better experience for our customers, whether that's communicating it more clearly online on in the social media world or on our website to make it more seamless. And then also to have those in-person experiences with us and be able to connect with our customers in person. Because for me, that has been like I've only done it a couple of times, but when those days do come about, I'm like, wow, like this is why I'm doing what I do. Yes. I love that you bring that up, Natalie, because I feel like so often when we work jobs where we're not engaging with the people we're creating for on a daily basis, it is so easy to get lost in the minutia and forget that like this is impacting other humans. And I think that's a huge encouragement for anyone listening. Like if you haven't gotten on the phone or met up in person or like experienced someone that your work has impacted lately, now is a great time to do it. I feel like it anchors you to the mission in a whole different way. And it also gives you the face of a real human that you are creating for, which I think just changes the creation of your work. Don't you Mm -hmm. agree? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I feel like that is what can fuel your passion. And I think anytime where I'm feeling maybe burnt out or something like that, getting a customer in front of me and having them try on the products and talking to them about it can really spark that passion again and just remind you why you do it. Because if you're going to, for me, I always tell myself, like, if I'm going to create a brand, I'm going to do it in a way that's going to make people's lives better. It's going to solve people's problems. It's going to make them feel more confident and it's going to be life changing. And that's, that's what excites me. And so connecting with your customers is everything because they are what keeps you going. Yes. Okay. So for anyone listening that does not own a Brammy, sell it to us right now so that everyone after listening to this goes and picks one up. I'm already like browsing the site, looking at these really cute matching sets and like, okay, so sell it to us, give it to us. Yeah. I mean, if you hate wearing a bra all day and you love that feeling of coming home to take it off and that relief that you feel, you'll never have to wear a bra again. If you try the Brammies, they have built-in padding. We have different levels of support. So people who don't like the restriction under their chest, we have bandless internal structures. Those of you who like that extra support and lift and that tightness under the chest, we have a compressive band under the chest that is very comfortable because I work really hard on making every single design also very comfortable and wearable. But yeah, every single design that we make is a stylish, cute piece that you can implement in your closet that can be a closet staple that you feel really good in. But it also has a built-in bra, built-in padding, full coverage. And we have different collections for every season. 
I love it. You know what? I was telling someone the other day, I was like, every time I get a headache, the first thing I do is take my bra off. Like, <laughs> I just assume it's an ill-fitting bra and that's probably why I have a headache. So it could be it. <laughs> it could be it. Oh my gosh, Natalie, where can everybody find out more about you as the founder, as well as Classy Network? Give me all of the places we can connect and shop. Yes. So if you want to follow me personally, my Instagram and TikTok, everything is it's Natalie Rogers. And if you want to shop the Brammy tops, you can shop them at classynetwork.com or classyshop.com. We have both. And you can follow us. It's classy with a K network on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for coming on the Gold Digger podcast today. It was such a treat to connect with you. And I'm just so impressed with the way that you are showing up as a CEO, a founder, a family member, and a small business owner that is not so small anymore. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I can't even tell you how much I enjoyed this conversation. In fact, off air, Natalie shared that she was a strong and devoted listener to Gold Digger and used a lot of the strategies she heard on the show to help grow her business, Classy Network. And now look at her on the show as an incredible guest with so much knowledge and expertise. I absolutely loved our conversation today. Thank you so much for listening to the Gold Digger podcast. And just imagine you being on this show next. I believe it's possible. Do you? Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.